0: So one issue we run into with the decentralized command is the people who compose your command structure, people who are a part, people who make up your command structure, because if your structure for your decentralized command strategy is not the best or it's not suited for it, you will find yourself pouring your energy into making a reality that does not or simply will not work. Hello. And welcome to another episode of Stoic Spirituality, a podcast where I look through, analyze and dissect books that I've read throughout the last few years. My name is Jagan and I'm a student of the human experience, trying to learn and disseminate some ideas I've accumulated throughout the last few years. The current book or strategy I'm analyzing is The Thirty Strategies of War, specifically the Controlled Chaos Strategy by Robert Greene. And so If you remember from last episodes we discussed this idea of having a sense of decentralized command where you have an idea a vision or a thought of how you should how you should run your organization of how you should enact certain policies or end up achieving certain aims or goals in whatever you're doing however some of the issues you can run into is training your members to match and emulate your philosophy and finding those exercises to increase your troops knowledge of said philosophy and the benefits of controlled chaos is that you allow for other people's creativity to supersede yours in the terms of the smaller goals or smaller visions while you may have an overarching goal an overarching vision of how things should do or how things should work. Being able to decentralize allows people to take their own initiative and have greater motivation to work for your goals. And so one comparison you can look at is the difference between the Red Sox and the Yankees in terms of decentralized command. So the Red Sox baseball team believed in pampering their players and creating an atmosphere that was pleasant to them. Developing friendships and making them very chummy. Trying to create the sense of happiness or chumminess amongst the players. However, one thing that ended up occurring is that the Red Sox fought amongst themselves. And fell into these kind of groups or factions. Because of the chummy atmosphere. Chummy in quotes. Of... Cultivation that was done throughout these times that they were in season or off season. In comparison, if you look at the Yankees, the Yankees emphasizes discipline in their victory at all costs. While yes, some can claim that there was a chubby atmosphere, there was a lot of access and happiness in their place. In the end the priority was not the atmosphere it was the mission it was the goal along with the margin of error and unsurprisingly in the end the Yankees won the 13 pennants and the World Series so one thing that we run into as individuals is that we confuse a chummy atmosphere this idea of team spirit and cohesion and This idea of almost coddling people with this idea of everyone is equal, no discipline, and just happiness and the temporary gratification as a primary priority. You end up creating unintentional factions and unintentional groups that are not the decentralized control chaos you're looking for, but decentralized chaos. By emphasizing your mission, by emphasizing your ideology as the control over the chaos, you create an overarching umbrella under which there can be some wiggle room but not so much wiggle room. The Red Sox and Yankees, their end goal was to win, their end goal was to score more than their opponent and find themselves on top as victors. However, Those who led the Red Sox believed that the friendly atmosphere was the main intention. But the Yankees saw discipline and winning as the primary goal. And in the end, the Yankees managed to win so much more. So remember, you must structure your group, you must structure your people according to your troops' strengths and weaknesses to their social circumstance. And you need to be attuned to that side of your troops, the human side, the fickle side, the chaotic side of your troops. Because do not try to struggle with individual differences, do not try to struggle with individual idiosyncrasies that each soldier may or may not have. But allow yourself to have one overarching goal and turn the idiosyncrasies into a single virtue and increase the power with which you fight. And so, we have discussed a lot about this controlled chaos strategy. However, there are some contingencies, some reversals that need to be discussed as well. So remember, the structure of your army, like I said before, must be suited to those who will make up your army. The people who work under you. You cannot impose or bring upon this idea of controlled chaos upon a group that has no desire or no ability to do said controlled chaos. So while this is a strategy that is effective and should be implemented, it can only be done so in the cases or the places where it will be the most effective or it is most suited for those who you work with. And remember, this idea of decentralization is not a one size fits all kind of tactic because in the end, as you or those around you may know, Not every single person is built the same way. Some people prefer a template of rigid authority that tells them every single thing they must do, every single T they must cross, and every single I they must dot. So you must be able to recognize the people and provide with them the template that they desire. And overall, this idea of decentralization isn't, like I said, completely one size fits all, even on the larger scale. Because while you may want to run a looser organization, while you may want to give the initiative to those who deserve it and to those who lead under you, sometimes you must tighten up this decentralization and ensure that you are the, working the most optimal way possible for your own benefit and for those working under you's benefit. Because the idea of fluidity, ironically, cannot even be set in stone. The idea of fluidity itself is fluid because you must, in the end, adjust for your circumstances. And paradoxically, having this idea of fluidity can be turned upon itself to become more rigid. This means that having such fluidity at all times must require you to also gain some control over the steering, a tighter grip on the wheel at times. And if you set even the idea of fluidity not in stone, and you adjust yourself to the circumstances, you will find yourself in a much better strategic position than you were before. So overall this idea of decentralization and controlled chaos is a very fickle and a very fluid strategy. Find the right people, create the right atmosphere, have the right mission and set nothing in stone. Set even the idea of fluidity in fluidity and you will find yourself Winning the battles you seek to fight. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode on the idea of decentralized command and controlled chaos. Tune in to the next episode where we talk about grit and eventually think like a monk. And if you'd like to hear more content similar to this, feel free to drop me a follow on whichever platform you're listening to this podcast on. And if you'd like to hear more videos or see even short-form content like clips, Feel free to drop me a follow on YouTube, on TikTok, and on Instagram at Stoic Spirituality. Thank you so much for listening, and see you guys next time.